I'm Polly. I'm a mom, a wife, a pelvic floor physical therapist, and founder of No Kegels University. I have helped thousands of women stop leaking, enjoy intimacy, and feel proud of their bodies, even after having kids. After years of listening to women wonder why no one talks about leaking, how they should properly recover after having a baby, and that pleasurable intimacy is possible, I started to get real frustrated because I believe that no mom or woman should struggle when there are answers. It became my mission to shed light on the lack of postpartum care and the lack of discussion on issues that relate to women and their health, even if they can be uncomfortable sometimes. It also became my mission to change the conversation on women's health, the pelvic floor, and more. Here we go. Episode 26, Does Childbirth Wreck My Pelvic Floor? Years ago, when Marie Kondo had written a book, and this was before she had her TV show on Netflix, my cousin had mentioned to me that it was such a great book. And some of my patients had mentioned to me that it was such a great book. And my cousin even said that it was so good that she had taken over 14 bags of trash out of her home after reading the book and implementing the system of taking everything out and looking at it, holding it, asking yourself if it sparked joy. So I thought this would be a great idea. I've always been told that I have too many clothes, too many things. And I thought this was my chance to really try this book and see if I had success like everybody else did. And so I did. I pulled out everything from my closet. I pulled out everything from the kitchen. I pulled out everything from all the closets and the linens. And I kind of got a little overboard because I felt like I needed to take everything out. I know, I know I didn't do this the right way, but for me, I felt like I did it the right way because I really wanted to hold everything. And I also kind of wanted to see how much stuff I really had and if it really was useful. So while I'm in the process of doing this, and my husband made a comment when he walked through the door that night, uh, what happened in here? And I said, babe, I am going to Marie Kondo our house, and I am going to make sure that everything we own sparks joy. And I'm certain he probably rolled his eyes, said something smart aleck, and we went on with our night. The next day when he came home from work, he also made a comment. Okay, um, so when when are we going to clean this up? Is this going to get better? And I said, oh, don't worry, babe. I got this under control. And this continued for a little while because, again, I took out everything. And finally, I got everything put away. But in the meantime, I remember he... Well, I know he was supportive, but I know that it probably frustrated him. And he probably felt that our house was never going to be organized or tidy again, because at that time we didn't even have children. And I tell you this story, not to tell you how I did the Marie Kondo method wrong, although I'm still a huge fan and I love decluttering and getting rid of things that we don't need or no longer spark joy. But I tell you this story 
because of the title of this episode. Does childbirth wreck my pelvic floor? And the answer is no. But like my husband, I think that a lot of you may think that, yeah, this is wrecked and it is never going to get better. In my head, when I was doing that method, I knew that it just took me some time to kind of figure out where everything was going to go and to kind of figure out my way. And your pelvic floor is the same way. If you've known anyone or you or you yourself have had surgery, the day you come out of that surgery or that operating room or procedure, those tissues are swollen, there's some pain, you can't really utilize that shoulder or knee or ankle or whatever body part it was the way that you normally could. Why? Because it underwent some trauma. Those tissues were cut. The body responded with the inflammatory process. And as a result, healing started to occur. occur. And while I don't necessarily want to get into partially because it would bore you. And two, because I would have to refresh my memory on all the tiny pieces of the healing process, because there are a bunch of different phases and a bunch of different cells that contribute here. But just take my word for it or go to the Googles and ask them what really happens in healing. It takes a while. And the cool thing now about research and science and what we know now compared to what we knew 20 years ago, while we can't necessarily speed healing up, there's a lot of different things that we can do to encourage healing. This is a topic of conversation that I have a lot with my patients if they've seen me during pregnancy and then as they're inquiring of how soon to come see me afterwards. Really all we're after in the first couple months is to encourage healing because as we're working on the healing process, it allows those tissues to move out of that trauma response of the tissues and to become normal tissues again. And just like the body part that had had surgery, healing has to happen. If you've ever seen anyone with a shoulder surgery or foot or ankle or knee surgery, there's a period of time that they're not using those muscles or that body part. And then when a certain time period passes, when a certain time period passes, then they're given permission to continue on with all the different phases of recovery, strengthening and returning to their original activity. However, in the OB world, in the women's health world, there might be a small version of this and maybe it even went through your mind. Oh yeah, right? Like we're healed in six weeks and then we continue and we get permission to start doing whatever we, whatever we want. Well, here's some differences <laughs> with the pelvic floor compared to like a shoulder or a knee. Your pelvic floor does not get a break when you're walking from your bed to the bathroom. While you still have proper bladder function, meaning that your bladder fills and it empties, your pelvic floor is still working because it helps with your bowels too. So unless you were bed rest and sleeping well, like you would be after your 
shoulder surgery or knee surgery, meaning that you're resting those muscles, you're getting a good night's sleep, and you're really allowing healing to happen because you're leaving those muscles alone. The same is not for the pelvic floor. And to say that your pelvic floor is healed and out of that trauma response, especially from the tissues in six weeks, because chances are your baby is not sleeping through the night. You might be a little stressed, which is going to delay healing. And you probably are walking around the house. And if this isn't your first baby, you have another kiddo that, or two or three or four that you're caring for. And so while I don't say these things to discourage you, like, yes, you should hire a night nurse or a postpartum doula or, or what have you, that's not realistic. But my point is, is that to say that at six weeks, you're ready to return. I say these things to give you a better understanding that if everyone is under the assumption that you are healed and good to go at six weeks, and then you start strengthening, and then you start working out, and then you return to your normal activity, it's not an appropriate expectation because you're not starting with a great foundation where healing has already occurred. And so I wanted to do this episode so that it was out there in the world and that the general public could get a better answer to this. Because if you think about when someone has shoulder surgery or knee surgery, they go into that surgery with the expectation that it's going to be a little bit of work and a little bit of time and maybe some frustration along the road as they return to regaining full function of that shoulder or that knee. But I also think that when we have a baby, maybe sometimes we hear nine months in, nine months out, that that's plenty of time. I don't really care for that type of messaging or that type of suggestion because everyone's delivery is different. And the amount of healing that happens with you compared to your neighbor, compared to your sister, it's going to be different because your baby is going to sleep differently. You might sleep differently. Your delivery might have been different. And so there's all these factors that really need to be considered in terms of healing so that you can start your journey out with a solid foundation. Because I'm sure you can imagine if someone with shoulder surgery or knee surgery started exercising or started going to work in the garden or do laundry with both arms or both or go up and down the stairs with both legs, you could you could imagine that you would say something like, oh, well, they need to rest. Of, of course, they're having a hard time, you know, performing those activities. They, you know, it's it's too soon. So you can see where I'm going with this, that I don't think that we allow enough time for our pelvic floors, for even our abdominal muscles too, to heal before we start to strengthen. So while this was a big preface to this question, your pelvic floor can become strong sometimes even stronger than what it was prior to being pregnant and having a child. But the caveat here is where are you starting at? Are you starting with a good foundation, meaning that those tissues are healed and and those tissues are in a place or a position or capable of responding and responding well 
to the strengthening, to the increased activity, to the workouts, to the, I mean, you insert whatever it is that you're wanting to get back to. And so I feel like with so many of the women who message me in my DMs or patients or coaching clients, most of the time they'll ask me this question, maybe not exactly how I worded it, but then we'll go back and we'll review their history and say, well, you started exercising at six weeks and you had a grade three tear and you told me how colicky your baby was and how sleep deprived you were. Your tissues were not ready at six weeks, right? Given that, given her story. And I had another gal a couple months ago that said that she started lifting weights at four weeks postpartum because one of her family members was a healthcare provider and said that she should be good to go. And so she did. And unfortunately, she ended up with a whole host of problems and was very frustrated with her postpartum journey because she started too soon because those muscles were really not in a great position to be asked to do more, to be taxed, to be strengthened. And so her postpartum journey really reverted. And I think I've said this story here on the podcast before, or if not, I've said it on Instagram, but my mom was a great example of this. After she had me, she said that she started running twice a day at after her six-week appointment, which to me just seems bananas that you would pick up running six weeks after having a baby. And she had me when she was a little bit older. And so that kind of cracks me up a little bit. And, but, but it also sets the tone that if I didn't do this job, if I didn't have the knowledge that I had, and I heard my mom tell me this, I might have that expectation that my body should be capable of running twice a day after my six week visit. Seems crazy, doesn't it? But given some people's birth stories and their sleep deprivation and frustration or other things that they might have going on, I mean, to me, it kind of seems silly that they would pick up exercising or trying to strengthen those muscles too soon. So my homework for you today is to one, sign up for a personalized pelvic floor plan with me. You and I can go through your birth story and decide whether it was seven years ago, whether it was two months ago, and decide a great plan of action for you and your pelvic floor. It's only 15 minutes. And if you're not quite ready for that, but you're ready to start strengthening your pelvic floor and you feel good in your body, feel like you're semi-strong, then make sure that you sign up for the four ways to strengthen your pelvic floor while cleaning the house. Chances are you're probably doing some cleaning of your home at this point, and you can take advantage of some of these methods of strengthening your pelvic floor while you're doing activities around your home. Remember, you're an heiress and a queen and everything in between. If you enjoyed this episode or even wondered if I can help you, check the show notes for more details. And to see what else I'm up to, follow me on the socials at beyond the V period
by Polly. Because I'm changing the conversation on women's health, the pelvic floor, and more, I still need your help. Please subscribe, leave a review, and share with a friend or two. See you next week.